Hey, welcome back to the Strong Her Way to Eat, Move, and Live. Here we talk all things food freedom, fitness, and life transformation, helping you heal your relationship to food, exercise your body, and yourself. What is up? I hope you are having a lovely day so far. It is finally starting to feel a little more summer-ish here in Oregon, but that does not mean, however, that the pressure to get your body summer ready or ready for that hot girl summer hasn't been pressing in on you for a while now. There are ads and posts all over social media, all over the magazine covers, promising to get you bikini ready just in time for summer. The problem with this messaging is that it subtly subtly gives you the impression that you can't enjoy your summer or your life until your body is quote-unquote ready. Truthfully, this isn't an issue that is just reserved for the summertime, though we are constantly getting those messages throughout the year. I see so many of my clients putting their lives on hold until they reach X number on the scale or until their body looks a certain way. And I know that I did that for a number of years too. But truth be told, you can and really should be enjoying your life now, even if you're not at whatever goal it is that you're working on physique wise or otherwise. In fact, your body is summer ready right now. It's ready for a bikini, for shorts, for those cute dresses or whatever swimsuit you want to wear. So what if instead of focusing in on that hot girl summer, whatever that looks like for you, you focused on maybe a smart girl summer or a fit girl summer, a well-rested girl summer, a take better care of yourself girl summer, a healthy, happy, thriving girl summer, or whatever that looks like for you. So I want you to just imagine like what is that ultimate picture that you want for yourself, that you see yourself living in your life, right? That you're kind of maybe waiting for until you reach that specific body or weight or whatever. And and how can you start to cultivate that now? So what types of things would you maybe be prioritizing on your calendar? What, What would you no longer be doing, right? So how do you think that you would feel differently in your life than maybe you do right now? I know that so often when we have a specific goal in mind, The real reason we want that goal is because of how it's going to make us feel or how we think we will feel once we have that goal. We somehow magically forget that we're still going to have problems. Maybe they won't be the same problems, but we'll still have problems. We'll still have things that come up that stress us out, that cause us to lose sleep, all of those types of things. So we really want to just kind of get super honest with ourselves and recognizing that no matter what goal it is that you're working on, whenever you get there, you're still going to have some problems. Maybe they won't be the same problems, right? But you really want to start to cultivate how you can bring that version of yourself to life right now, how you can start to live that life now. Now, there is nothing wrong 100% with working on physique-related goals. I know a lot of times in the anti-diet space, there can be some shaming that happens if you have any sort of weight loss goal or fitness goal that changes your body in any sort of way. But as your coach, it isn't my job to tell you what your goals should or shouldn't be, but rather help you understand why you really want those goals and then ultimately to help you get there. So when the focus is purely on the results, and so keeping in 
step with the theme of this podcast. Um, in this case, it would be your body looking a certain way. So losing weight or maybe just having, you know, abs or toned arms or whatever that is for you. It, it's easy to become discouraged or frustrated when that goal takes longer than you thought it should or the way that you get there doesn't really look the way that you wanted it to, right? It's not always that straight line to success. Oftentimes, it's, you know, maybe taking a few steps forward, taking some steps back, kind of taking some detours, and then trying to figure it out. I love that meme or that image that I've seen where it's like, we think success is just sort of the straight linear line up, but really success, it looks kind of like this jumbled ball of yarn, but that still slowly moves in that upward trend. So for most of us, when we first set a goal, we tend to be very extrinsically motivated, right? So we are predominantly motivated by those outer circumstances. That could be the number on the scale. It could be winning a trophy. It could even be like praise and compliments from other people. The problem with being only motivated by extrinsic factors is that this motivation wanes and and dissipates over time, especially when the results are taking longer than we want them to or than we expected them to. We can start to feel discouraged or feel like we're never going to get there, like it might be time to throw in the towel or to just give up altogether. Not to mention, you really do end up missing out on the best part of the process, which is who you are becoming along the way to your goals. I really want that to sink in because that is foundational in any goal that you are working to create in your life in any area. It's not simply just about going through the motions and doing what you think you should be doing, but you actually have to become a different person. You have to become the woman that has that goal now. This is a lot of the reasons why when people are wanting to start like a morning routine and they see a morning routine that somebody that they follow on Instagram is doing, and so they just try to copy all of the actions that that person is doing, and then they get frustrated and flustered when they're not sticking with it. And the issue isn't necessarily like the order that they did the thing, or it's not the routine in and of themselves. And it's not even that the person wasn't trying hard enough or, you know, wasn't doing it right. It's just that something inside of them where they're at now isn't aligning with the specific morning routine, right? So you really do have to become the person that gets up at 5 a.m. And part of the way you do that, yes, is by getting up at 5 a.m. consistently and building that habit, but you can also kind of shortcut that or hack that a little bit by coming in and, and utilizing your mindset and kind of changing your mind around that as well. So if you can learn to shift your focus instead to more of an internal motivation, you're going to be able to weather the storms and the failures and the setbacks all along the way. You're going to be way more likely to stick with those habit or lifestyle changes long term, right? Because now you're no longer waiting on a specific result to tell you whether or not you can still feel motivated and excited. You're drawing that motivation and that excitement from inside. But this does require us to release some of the attachment that we have to the goal, right? I see so many women, so many of my clients super attached to a specific number on the scale, right? And it's like they fixate on that. They obsess on that. If they're not hitting the goal or if they're not constantly moving towards that, then it it feels like, you know, what's even the point? Like, why should I even keep going? And so there's this quiet quit that starts to happen, 
to focus less on the result and more on the daily process means that we are going to be celebrating more. Now, this is something that I myself have been learning to do. And it really is fun, especially for somebody like me whose primary love language is words of affirmation. I can give myself words of affirmation all day long just by celebrating. So you want to celebrate the small steps towards your goal just as much as you imagine yourself celebrating once you reach the goal. This means really falling in love with the journey and falling in love with yourself in a way that you are able to just be proud of the effort and proud of yourself for showing up and doing what you can, even if it's not perfect. The person who has the goal that you are working on is the person who has that result, right? It means that they have become the woman who has X result in mind, in body, and in being, right? It's not simply just by going through those motions, which we touched on a moment ago with that morning routine um, example. So I just want you to kind of contemplate if we were to just sort of let go of this notion that our body has to look a certain way or be a certain size in order for us to enjoy our summer, what would your best summer look like? What would that feel like? What are the things that you would prioritize doing? What are maybe the things that you wouldn't be doing, right? For me, I wouldn't be feeling, you know, super self-conscious or I wouldn't be super worried about wearing shorts and I would just wear the shorts or maybe I wouldn't be you know, looking at myself in the mirror so often or whatever that thing is for you. It's just as important to know the things that you wouldn't be doing or that you don't want to be doing or that you don't want in your life as it is for you to know what you do want more of. So cheers to making this your best summer ever, no matter what your body does or doesn't look like. And if you are ready to take what you are learning here on the podcast deeper and apply it to your own life to create massive results, to help you heal your relationship to food, to exercise, to your body, I want to invite you to work with me. You can email alicia at aliciacarlson.com to learn more. Have a great rest of your day, an awesome week, and thank you so much for spending your time with me.